The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. So when we finished and he proposed to me and we got in the limo and all of a sudden there's no cameras, we're like, wait, who are you? Like, it was weird. And we spent three days together just like trying to get to know each other in three days. And then I had to leave to go to um, the People magazine shoot where it's like, I'm happy. I was leaving and he goes, wait, what's your phone number? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm engaged to a guy who doesn't know my phone number. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, what's your middle name? Like... What's happening? And it's really bizarre because you really don't get to know somebody. We are back. We are live. It's a fresh week. Happy Tuesday, guys. We have a lot of fun in store for you. A couple solo episodes coming up. Trying to convince Michael to do his skincare routine. You've been a little hesitant on that. I just, I, I want to do it right. I got to do it right. No, Michael, you it's taken you too long to wrap your head around it. It's time to pull the trigger. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Michael Bostic. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. And you are glowy today. I'm glowy today. What's one product that you use today? Just give us one Dr. Tip. Dennis Vitamin C Serum. Okay, one more, one more. Uh, I think it was a doctor. It was it was kind of all Dr. Dennis. Today. You didn't use an LMS mist. I put a mist in your hair. I didn't. I used Dr. Dennis. Dr. Dennis, my homeboy. So here's the latest with Michael and I. Michael just bought this bed. I don't even know what to call it. It's like kind of like a grandma grandpa bed that goes up and down. It's a remote control bed. Now, I don't know how I feel about this. And we're going to discuss it on air because we haven't discussed it. Well, guys, it. as many of you know, I do still have that company Jetbed. And the company that I partner with and does all of my manufacturing also makes amazing beds. And I don't know. I've been part of them for 10 years and I didn't even know. I don't know why I haven't got one sooner. Okay, but here's a concern that I actually have that I haven't talked to you about. And I feel like on air is the perfect spot to do it. Do you think sleeping with a bed plugged into the wall is good for you? Like no, no, all no, the electricity? No, no, you're going to give it a bad rap and it's not plugged. The bed is not plugged into the wall. There is a base okay. that is plugged in the wall, just like your lamp is, okay. just like your TV is, but just the, like your phone charger is. But the mattress is on the No, the, thing. the mattress is all air in between. There's no spring coils, nothing. When, Lauren, let's, let's know what we're talking about here. I'm going to look into it, Michael. I'm Hold gonna... on. Let me ask you this. Okay. Have you slept more comfortably than you have in years? Yes, I have. Okay, okay and on to the next segment, everybody. No, Here we go. I want to tell everyone about this one cool thing that I think every everyone needs to try. Okay, for lymphatic drainage, there's two things. If you don't have a remote control bed, here's the tip. First of all, I would try sleeping with a pillow underneath your knees because when your knees are propped up, it's good for blood flow. So I've been doing that with my new bed that my husband... Good for blood flow. And, huh? I, better, I better try that. Get yeah, some knees good, under the pillow. It's good for the penis. It's good for the well, penis. Well, I, I was vaguely hinting, but you just come out and say it. All right. Yeah. And then another thing I've been doing is with Michael's new contraption. It's always a new fucking contraption. Um, I slightly tilt the bed up like for my head and it really helps with my lymphatic system. I've been looking in the mirror in the morning and I'm so contoured because every, like everything's been draining down. Do you know what I mean? I sure do. And, um, <laughs> it's also propping that bed up. Like that's good for other things. No, it's all, you know, what's also guys, you know, what's also great, Michael. <laughs> what's great. Is, I took you by surprise on that one and you weren't expecting No, it that. is good. I mean, I don't want to have to put a pillow underneath you every single time we have sex, but we're like, we're getting off topic. Here's the best thing about this bed though. I believe the key to marriage, one of them, this is one of them, is separate bathrooms. Um, it just is. Having the same bathroom, it's it's too overwhelming. So with the bed, his side can be down and my side can be slightly tilted up from my lymphatic drainage in my face. And then my knees can be slightly elevated. 
and you can just sleep flat and be bloated. What if what if some people don't have two ba- two bathrooms? Is the one of the people just go out in the sink or what? Um, well, excuse me, we didn't have two bathrooms for like ten years, and I was living in hell. <laughs> well, then the key there is go in at separate times, guys. Go in at separate times. We have one of our favorite guests. We've podcasted together many times. Caitlin Bristow She's on the back. show. She's back. She can't, you know, the first time we did this and we talk about it on the show is we were leaving podcast one. She was joining podcast one. We did it over Skype. It was kind of awkward. We did, it was a weird cadence. We didn't know what to get into. So it's one of our older, older episodes. It's still on there. You can go and listen to it. But then we went on to her show later, back after we were off the network, back, back into the podcast one studios and did her show. And we had a really good time. And then this time now today, we did another swap she came on our show we went on hers and we had a lot of fun okay in this episode like full disclaimer i am so hungover i'm not hungover right now i actually haven't had a sip of alcohol in like five days but on this show this episode i have never been hungover like this while podcasting i mean i was like still drunk so i don't even know what we said (laughs) well it's you know like her show off the vine you were kind of i was off the vine you were off the vine (laughs) i was off the vine again another Guest, we're getting lucky lately. Another guest that's just super easy to podcast with, super fun. We had a great conversation, went a lot of different directions. We're excited to share it with you today. And definitely, guys, be sure to listen to us on her podcast so you can hear the rest of the hungover conversation. Well, Michael was sober. I was hungover. Off Nettie Martinis. For those of you who do not know Caitlin Bristow, she is the master behind Off the Vine podcast. She's an influencer. She has a very, very engaged community, which I have massive respect for. And she was also at The Bachelorette and on The Bachelor. She's also beautiful, but what's really cool about her is she's just one of those girls that you want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Easy, easygoing, cool, chill. She's like, she's kind of like one of the guys. Huh, guys Michael? and girls. I want to hang yeah. out there too. Yeah. We did. We did hang out. It's fun. Caitlin Bristow, welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Let's take a quick break to talk about one of my favorite partners, Thrive Market. Okay. I'm going to break down three of my favorite Thrive Market products and tell you why I like each one of them. They're very specific, and I notice that I keep going back to these three things. Okay, the first thing is Yum Earth Candy. You can't go wrong with this. It's on Thrive. It is the best candy on the planet. You want to pick out the strawberry licorice, okay? First of all, it's certified organic licorice, and it's not like other candies on the market. It's made from ingredients like real fruit juice and organic cane sugar. I like to put this in my popcorn at night when I'm watching a movie or Real Housewives, and I feel good about it because it's it's like no high fructose corn syrup. Is that how you say it, Taylor? No soy, no dairy, anywhere in the bag. It's also gluten-free. Great for kids, great for adults. Um, And I also bring this in the car when we're driving from LA to San Diego. It's an awesome thing to give your husband if he's complaining about being hungry. The last thing that I've noticed I keep ordering over and over again, and I've talked about this, but if you guys haven't tried it, it's a great $9 beauty situation, and that's the Aztec Secret Indian Healing Clay. This clay and I learned this from the Skinny Confidential Facebook group, can go under your armpits as an armpit detox. It can also go on your neck and your face. And what's great about it is you just add like a little bit of apple cider vinegar 
Thrive also has apple cider vinegar, so you can just be efficient and get it all together. And you mix it with the clay with a little bit of water, and you put it on your face, and it just draws out all the toxins. Fab if you've been traveling or if you live somewhere that's super polluted. Anyways, these are the three things that I'm always getting off Thrive Market. Um, I have a page that's actually curated. I went through and picked out all my favorites, so you guys can check out thrivemarket.com skinny and see all my favorites in one spot. But those are the three things that I highly recommend that you try. So like Lauren said, we love our groceries delivered right to our doorstep and you can try it too. Go to thrivemarket.com skinny for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Again, that's thrivemarket.com skinny for 25% off your first order and free shipping. When you do that, you'll also be taking Lauren's page so you see everything she just talked about. Enjoy. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. You know what everyone should not drink is vodka. Yeah, okay. I can't. I learned I learned that. It took me 10 years to learn that, but I learned that. <laughs> I cannot drink. Quick learner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took, I am not normal while. on vodka. Like, it does, it does something different than the other alcohols. Like, I'm like, I turn kind of like mean. No, I'm such a dick on vodka. <laughs> I am such a dick on vodka. That's that's like people know that about me. Like I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it ever again. I'm never drinking vodka. You know, I feel like it takes you back to a time. Remember, like you're in high school or something. It like triggers like some type of it does. It it triggers something from our past. I can't do Uh, vodka at all. Who the fuck takes a shot of vodka though? Like what kind of creep takes a shot of vodka? What are you a monster? (laughs) Like if I'm out with someone, they do. Yeah, they offer shots of vodka. I'm like, whoa. You're like you're either Russian or psycho. (laughs) If I'm wearing like a fur situation with one of those hats and I'm in Russia. Like, I'll stay on theme and do a shot of vodka. But other than that, I'm not doing vodka. You know the emoji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't even do that. I mean, I guess I should introduce the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Oh, hi. (laughs) We usually just jump into... Do you know this is your second time on this show? Oh, wait. Am I doing your podcast? Yeah, we're doing this. It's I'm fine. I'm like trying to find my notes. I'm like, I thought I was like recording my podcast right we, now. Oh, this is so much better. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to, don't, don't have to stress right now. Ooh, okay. Don't worry. We always just hop right into That's it. What, Sometimes it like, throws. I was like, yeah, no, uh, that made a lot of sense right there. Okay. You're I'll, a podcast pro though, so I figured we could just throw you right in and we'll no, be good. No, please throw me in. I threw you in. Yeah, no, throw me in. We I love that. We might as well be drinking vodka. Yeah. Well, let's start this off with what are some hangover tips? Okay. Um, well, I don't really know because I don't get hungover. I know. Ever? Well, Wait, once in a while. How much do you drink? Oh, a lot. Like you actually have like a bottle of wine and don't get hungover. People think I am a freak of nature because I don't get hungover. Like I could drink a bottle of wine and I could get blackout. And in the morning I'll be like, dude, to do like have That's coffee, weird. go to the gym. Like it is weird. It's weird. I don't know where it goes. I don't know what happens. I just sleep it off and I'm fine in the morning. If I even look at alcohol these days or smell it, I'm hungover for a week. I don't know how I do it. I keep thinking because everyone's like, oh, it'll come with age. And I'm like, I'm 33 and I still don't get hungover. Like you don't get puffy like me right now. You don't look puffy. You're insane. Look so puffy right now. No, you feel puffy. You don't look puffy. You told me ten times I look puffy. Oh, well, I saw you before you. (laughs) He really knows you. Yeah, I saw before you got all done up. Yeah, it's not good. Well, I think you look great. Thank you. But I'm trying to think of any hangover tips that I have. If you don't get hungover, I know. But what do other people say? Like, obviously, drink water, Advil. That's all I think. McDonald's. McDonald's. I go. You got to grease it up. That's high risk, high reward, though. Yeah, that's like what I be. 
I have to do some disgusting things to get out of my hangovers. I got to get some like greasy food. Yeah. Honestly, I have to drink again. Yes. So I don't know if that's like um, that's a hangover. A Listen, <laughs> the people that try to go and hopefully there's nobody that has any issues, but the people that try to just go cold turkey the next day and just yeah. not have anything to ease out of the hangover, that is, you're just creating more work for yourself. I do agree with that. If And I will say like, it's not, I don't. I will get hungover once in a while, and if I do, I do the same thing. I need something greasy. I need to probably have another drink. Beer, a, Bloody a, Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A serious nap in the afternoon. And You're then a wine drinker. I am a wine drinker. Only wine. No, no. Just not vodka. Not vodka. <laughs> Everything else except vodka. I feel like Taylor drinks vodka. Like, that's who I feel like drinks vodka. No, Taylor, our producer, he yeah. drinks double old fashions and then passes out in the streets in Hollywood. Oh, oh safe. You know what? You should tell that one story of when he passed out in the street and threw up all over himself. What? I wasn't there, Taylor. Um, he can tell that another time. But yeah, he um, he's a big double old fashioned fan, which is another psychopathic drink. I don't know who needs a double old fashioned. I mean, fashion. old fashions are already a little stiff as is. Yeah. yeah it's not it's not the move. Yeah, so, it's not. Okay, Taylor's laughing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> He's remembering. He's remembering throwing up on himself. (laughs) That sucks. So Taylor, we've known since we were 12. Just backstory. Oh, no way. We've known him since we were 12. And he came to our wedding and decided to get blackout drunk. Um, Amazing. Uh, Sounds very on brand for him. Eat a wet enchilada off of my dad's dinner plate with his bare hands. Go on. Wow. Um, Give a wedding speech where he told Lauren that she had a big dick and that he was going to suck it down. No, no, he didn't. Said that Lauren has a big 6.5 inch cock. Nope. And by the way, I know because that's how big my cock is. Oh, those are Taylor's words. The guy behind me. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Watch out. Just watch, don't worry. Don't worry. There's a big barrier between you. Yeah. And, like, um, checking over my shoulder. And then there was a a, uh, a strip club incident. Anyways, it was it was an interesting weekend. I need to hang out with Taylor. Oh, Taylor's yeah. fun. Yeah, strip fun. club incident. He pissed himself on a strip pole. It's a whole thing. So, oh, yeah. I don't have words. Taylor's complex. <laughs> Don't worry, that barrier does is pretty Taylor, Does Taylor have a podcast? Taylor, why is your mic not hot, man? I yeah. always tell you to have the goddamn mic he on. Needs- Taylor, turn your mic on. I don't know what's going on back there. I actually oh. thought about Same starting theories. my own podcast once, but yeah. again... I, I honestly just need to do it. And after hearing Michael and Lauren talk about all the times that you just basically need to do something and started, I should do it. Yeah. I have a lot of good stories. Didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I just want to hear more. I've got a really good Vegas story that I haven't told. Kate, can you be on, can you like chime in on my, when I record my podcast? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Loves, we call them the bare naked Oh, 100%. Cucumber. Absolutely. Oh my I'd love gosh. to. Yes. Okay, you have perfect. a weird Vegas story that you haven't told. Can Taylor, you? you got 50 more words on this podcast. Okay. Oh, That's it. No, no, I, the Vegas one's too long. I can't tell it here. Eventually I will though. It's, Is that the time you passed out? on the street yeah okay yeah. Uh, all right yeah. i've heard that one anyways okay anyways <laughs> last time you were on our podcast yeah i asked you about skin and beauty tips yeah and, and i was mind blown by that i was like what but do people want to know that stuff now i get it now i get it because people i'm like oh people do want to know that stuff and what are you asking me again though i want to know all the secrets no you tell me I look disgusting Let's you're not- a freak you look you're the most stunning human your skin is insane i all I do, okay, all I do, I don't drink very much water. Okay. I, I, uh, <laughs> I minimal water. Yeah. I, I don't like water. Um, a lot of wine um, and skin suticals. I love skin suticals. Okay, me too. I do like vitamin C every morning, okay. a B5 gel, um, uh, HA5 something rather. I don't know. Um, and then a moisturizer and an eye cream. And then at night I do face wash. Skin suticals. So does Michael. <laughs> well, I don't know about. Uh, I probably would like skin suticals, but um, oh, no. But I so Michael has a whole wash. skincare routine. Don't worry about me. You guys are having a moment. I, here. No, I can tell you. You do glow. 
Man, I can you, just go home happy now. Yeah, you do have great skin. I was, I was looking at that. I was like, he must have a routine. Well, you know, I, I, you know, this one beats a dead horse, and I just, I'm like, okay, I just, I got to do something. Got to get in on that. Yeah, yeah. because I, you know, you can't live with this one, and then she's just like with, with the microscope, just staring at me. Yeah. When I first started dating him, things were bleak. It was bleak, yeah. Oh, it was like, it was. I, I said to him, I was like, we gotta. We got really? a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. well, I don't know. Well, yeah, what yeah, I know. How would you? I didn't know either. A few years ago, I didn't even wash my face. A few years ago, I was like, I'll just sleep in my makeup, like whatever. <gasps> I, <laughs> I always did. Like, do you for, still? No, no, no. I'm like so judgy right now, and I slept in my makeup last night. Did you really? Vodka. Oh, vodka. Right, right, right. Vodka will make you sleep. That that should be vodka's like billboard. We will make you sleep in Listen, your makeup. I looked over last night, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not tonight. <laughs> Tonight's not the no, night. No, like, no I don't not think the night. So. You looked over at 1.30 in the morning? Dude, your makeup was streaming down. <laughs> oh. There was like a side snore going on. I do oh, this thing where I remove my fake drugstore Ardell 113 lashes and like too. place them strategically on his pillow to just gross him oh, out. Oh, amazing. Or like on his like face when he's sleeping. Oh, gross. He loves it. <laughs> That's actually yeah. really funny. I'm going to use that. You, oh, 100%. That's funny. 100%. Do you, I'll tell you a really embarrassing story once when I... We love it. This is embarrassing. I was like 20, I don't even remember, young. And I hooked up with this guy. And in the morning, he left without even saying bye. And I looked over at my pillow and my like boob, like like I would fill in my bra with like, um, I called them cookies, like padding. And they were just like sitting on the pillow. And I was like, oh, good Lord, this is a low point for me. But was it just like tissue paper? No, that would would that be better? It was like cups, like it's a cut, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first time I ever experienced those, yeah, I didn't know. Like men don't, we, we don't get prepared for these with things. Someone else other than me. Well, there's two things we yeah, don't what? get prepared what? for when we were when we were younger, right? When you reach up the uh, back of a girl's head and you like go to like touch oh, their the hair and the extent you get lost in there. You're like, yeah, what? Yeah, the, yeah. I, I'm in a trap. Yeah, right? and then um, and the girls get mad because you're like ripping. You're gonna cause balls. Don't touch me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know we don't know. And then also when you go down and there's a chicken cutlet. Yeah, yeah. I, the first time that happened, I had no clue what's going on. Now it's going down yeah, to a chicken what? cutlet. What's I don't know. Maybe I like went in the He's side. He's talking about the little gel- gelatinous things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gelatinous? That's what they look like. They're, What's they, a gelatinous? They're like little gelatin things that girls stick yeah. inside of their, their hoo-hoo's. Now thir- <laughs> now- oh, wait, down there? No, 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 not down there. <laughs> up up there. But, but I, I think I, I think it was like a low-cut shirt and I was like coming in from the side. Why yeah. are you even like remembering Listen, ever hooking up with We don't need to get girl. into this story. I was just saying that those things, they can throw you. But the t- I wouldn't mind like a, just like... A little tissue? Yeah, Taylor, have you ever work. felt up a girl and felt some tissue in there? No, I actually, I haven't, to be honest. I was uh, thinking about it. I'm sure you were. <laughs> You're back there doing weird <laughs> shit, buddy. <laughs> Wait, how did we get on this? I don't know, but You're I have the, stuffed the my bra when I was in high school, too, and I got felt up, and there was uh, there was Kleenex in my bra. Listen, it's you stuff that thing anymore, and you're going to pop. Well, now <laughs> I'm going to pop, because I got my own uh, permanent Kleenex, but yeah. things were bleak. Like That's not that bad of a story, though, I feel like. Oh, it's... Okay. Whoever I mean, invented <laughs> the push-up bra, he should have his own statue. Really? But it's such false advertisement. Yeah, but sometimes the, it, the, it's nice to look at. Yeah, okay. That's All fair. right, two more words. <laughs> We're counting now. You've got two. No, Make them count. Are you still in Tennessee? Yeah. How is it? I love it just because I love my house that I bought. I made it like my dream home, and it's like my little sanctuary, and I love going home to it, and I re- recharge the batteries there. I don't spend a lot of time in Nashville just because I'm traveling so much, but the, I just find it so weird. I'm like, obviously went through a breakup, and I'm like... My like ex and dog are just like down the street and they're like very out and about in Nashville. And I'm too terrified to see 
my old dog. Like I can't handle the thought of running into Tucker on the street. Hold on, That's I rough. have a hundred questions. That would crush okay, me. With the dog. Okay. What do you guys do with the dog? He, he won't. I can't see the dog. That would crush me. Yeah. I can't handle I'm it. I'm going to beat his ass. Yeah. Well, technically it was his dog first. Yeah, but I was obsessed. But you got to have dog. like a little bit of like visitation rights. I feel like. I wish I could. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be too. I don't know if it's like too much to like, it's, I'm like, just drop him off at the house. And like, you don't even have to see me. Like it's, it's been the most challenging part for sure of the breakup, which makes me think that the breakup was obviously a right choice if I'm really sad about the dog. But yeah, I can't handle it. It's like keeps me up at night. I cry at least five times a week missing Tucker. I think if your ex-boyfriend is listening that he should let you see the dog. Yeah. Honestly, like that's not cool. You would freak out. No, I would cry more nights a week if I if Lauren took the dogs from me. Yeah, it's taken me a few months to not cry every night. Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up. I know, but I kind of like I have to. You, under, you understand it. I kind of understand it yeah. just because we don't even talk. Like, we don't text. We go through other people if we have to deal with anything. Like, we just... It wasn't even a messy breakup. It was just that we just don't even go there anymore. We just don't talk. So it would be weird to, like... It just make things really complicated. Do you think one day you'll be able to talk and be on good terms? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, okay. That's the silver lining. Yeah, but Tucker's going to be 12 soon. And he's a golden retriever. And their lifespan is 10 to 12. You're literally giving me the cold sweats with this vodka hangover. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm actually sweating for you. Yeah. We need to see Tucker. I know. Like, honestly. Anyone's it, listening. <laughs> like, can we, we need to. We should do, like, a campaign on social media that tags well, him. No, because then that would involve, that would just get too involved back with the ex again. And I feel like that's like a door that's closed. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Do you have any tips for anyone that's going through a breakup? Um, don't drink vodka. Yeah, don't drink <laughs> That's like the only thing I think With of. cucumber and mint either. Oh, oh, that. Do you think it's better to just clean break it and go and just. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if you, you're breaking up for a reason and if you know it's the right decision, like sometimes you might just need a break and we did that, but this door has closed. And I think just you have to know that moving forward is going to be the best thing for you. Like you can't look back. Your breakup too is so public. Yeah. I feel like everyone think, like thinks they're entitled to an opinion because of how you guys got together. Yeah, absolutely. And they think, you know, they know from what they see on social media. And yeah, so it was, I mean, we were having a rough go for like a year before we ended it. And then the last six months, it was like really rough. And then, so people don't know that. And then it seems like, you break up and then everyone's like, what? Why? And you're like, well, I don't really want to dive into why it's it's done. That should be, enough, you know, and then and then people see me moving on and they're like, well, that was quick. And I'm like, yeah, but was it like we were really on the fence about this relationship for the last year and I was unhappy and I wasn't I didn't I didn't even feel loved like I didn't. I was like, yeah, this guy does not love me at all that's really difficult though because i think about someone that's in your position right and doing the show and then you have all this pressure from the ex from the outside world mm -hmm. being like okay they have to make it work because they did this thing and it's yeah. a, like you said like you're in this position where like there's the pressure from like trying to make it work because yeah. of external things yeah. and then like you're if it was yeah. just a normal relationship maybe you would have called it quits earlier i don't know I don't well know. i think tucker was kind of the glue to our relationship too for a while there like i just couldn't imagine not having that but yeah i think i think we definitely hung on a little longer than we should have just because we did feel that pr not pr yeah i guess it was a little pressure we just were like oh like we, 
you know, we came off that show. We should really, really try and make it work. But for the last year, it was like, I just didn't feel like he was trying. I feel like that happens to a lot of public people. Yeah. Like they yeah. hang on, right? Your community mm-hmm. is so engaged. Yeah. You and the morning toast, I always say. Yeah. Taylor Strecker also has an engaged community. There's some people that just have like these engaged communities and mm-hmm. you're one of them. Like what do you, when you're breaking up with someone, you, you're between a rock and a hard place because you're like, you want to share everything yeah. that's happening. I know. But at the same time, it's like, where do you draw the line? Before we jump into that, I want to talk about tracking habits. For a long time on this podcast, I've always said that habits are more important than goals. I don't like restrictive diets. I don't like things where if I I know that I'm not going to stick to it for a very long time, that the wheels are going to fall off. So, you know, maybe you're saying, I'm only going to eat this subset of food for this amount of time. What happens is inevitably you can fall off and then what happens you lose all your progress so when it comes to weight loss for me i like tracking and i like tracking what i eat how i eat when i eat and that's why i love noom so noom is an app that you can download it helps you attain different results with a different approach learn it's all about learning not dieting build new better habits for you recognize and change habits blocking your success when you really lock it in and you see it on paper or in this case on an app you can really see what's what's affected and what's not. I think with a diet that also that becomes very difficult because it's hard to track what's working and what's not. So for me, I wanted to lose a little bit of weight around my stomach at the beginning of this year because I wanted to start getting into Muay Thai and I had to be a little bit more lean, have a little bit more cardio. And I didn't want a diet to do it because I'm just not disciplined enough to not eat delicious food if it's put in front of my face. So I got Noom and I just started tracking my eating habits. If you're looking to track your meal habits, visualize portion sizes and see calorie density at a glance, you got to check out Noom. Noom doesn't say you can't have certain foods. It just teaches you about moderation. And as we know, moderation is key. So when you go a little overboard, no shaming, just tips and tricks on how to get you back on track tomorrow. You also get a goal specialist if you're interested in that. Guys, try Noom. It's really interesting. All about habit tracking, successful habit tracking when it comes to dieting. Noom is designed for results. It's out with the old habits, in with the new. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash skinny what do you have to lose visit noom.com slash skinny to start your trial today again that's noom.com slash skinny start losing weight for good it's been really hard for me to not just like say everything of what happened because of that like because all the people in like my off the vine community and the facebook group they all chat and then you know they will hear Sean do a podcast and they'll be like oh he loved her so much and he's like so upset and I just want to go in and be like Actually, <laughs> but I can't because I'm like, it, it. why? You know, like what the door again has closed. I don't need to go back and revisit all these terrible things or how, why it ended or why it got bad. But it's so hard for me to not just go on my own social media pages and be like, well, this is actually what happened. So don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> you like, need to write a book. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, you need to write a book. And I will. I'm really In good time. at telling both sides of the story. I'm very open with like things that I've done wrong. And I'm obviously to blame for things too. Like I wasn't perfect in the relationship. So I feel like if I wrote a book, I would be, I would try and be as fair as possible. I wouldn't just, it wouldn't just be to slam somebody. And I don't have too many bad things to say, you know, but I, I feel like I would, I would be able to be vulnerable in a book and say what I did wrong. Here's what you guys should do. What? Okay. This is like a new age thing. You guys should both write your sides of the story and Mm. put it in a book together. (laughs) 
I'm like, uh, do I like this idea or do I hate I, this uh, idea? Lauren creates a lot of problematic situations. No, that we honestly, have to though, that would be such a good book because you would be able to see both sides. That everyone would buy interesting, it. but I just what if he, he? I don't know if he'll ever agree with my side, and I don't know if I'll ever agree with his side. So I wonder. You know, if I I feel like if well, I think was, that's the point, right? It's like you're right. just having two perspectives. But if my name was on the book, read, huh? people would be obsessed. Yeah. What's the stoicism that you read the other day? It's so fitting to about well, how no, no one thinks they're wrong. Well, it, mm. basically, it was just yeah. about like people don't ever do things out of bad. Most people don't do things out of bad intention. They think that right. they think they're right, yeah. right? And so like it comes. Some people say that was a evil or bad thing yeah. to do, but like from their perspective, maybe not. Yeah. You know, I think like you've got to deploy empathy with everybody. That's that's true. Like I think back and I try and understand where I went wrong and where I can learn from what I did. And I think just at the end of the day, I just didn't feel secure or safe in the relationship. Like I was like, I don't think this guy values me or loves me at the end of this. Like so I was starting to become like this insecure person that I didn't even know who I was. Like I was getting jealous of like fitness girls because he's so into the fitness world because I was like, he probably would leave me in two seconds to go be with someone else. So I think I became really insecure in the relationship. Which, well, that's strange. By cause... the way, meeting you in person, you're like the complete opposite of insecure. You're confident. <laughs> you can tell you're so comfortable in your own skin. So yeah. that's so interesting to hear. I be- Yeah. And I was at the beginning, but it was just, I think the whole, the, the concept of the show, I think was just really damaging from the beginning of our relationship because I was with other guys and obviously it was a big thing on my season that I like slept with somebody else. And I think that was um, just kind of a trouble area from the get go. So I don't know if I ever felt safe and I just continued to let myself get more and more insecure over three and a half years that by the end of it, I was like, this is not me. Like, who is this person? And I want Caitlin back, which I feel like I have back now, but. Yeah, but good for you for for noticing that and having enough self-awareness to see that. I mean, it was like drinking vodka. It took me a long time to see how damaging it was to me, but I figured it out. <laughs> well, a lot of people get sucked down that rabbit hole. Where they like yeah. start to morph into somebody else when yeah. they're in a relationship. And all of a sudden you look around, and you're like, wait, who the fuck am I? That was me. Yeah. yeah. So now you're dating someone new. Yes. And it's good. I, I mean, I'm sure you don't want to say too much because it's like you have to, like I said, you have to have like the line. But again, I'm such an open book with everything that I'm like, yeah, no, it's great. Like I feel more secure now than not, I mean, I feel secure in myself, which is the most important thing, but I feel safe with, with Jason. Like to me, he totally values me. He, he like pumps my tires. He's my biggest cheerleader and he's just like, they, they just don't make him like Jason anymore. That's kind of like you, yeah. except you weren't my biggest cheerleader last night. Listen, there was not, well, there, last night there was not a lot to cheer. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I will say if I was like on vodka, on vodka, if I was doing vodka, I don't think Jason would be my cheerleader. He'd be like, who is this monster? That's kind of how you were last night. Yeah. Well, you know. You remember? No, she doesn't remember. Uh, here and there. Yeah. I just, I just went upstairs and just like checked out for a while. All I know yeah. is I woke up next to my CBD pen and a tahini chocolate chip cookie. Oh. We got these, um, we have these like cameras in our house. Yeah. For, you know, just like for security. Yeah, yeah. And um, like the Nest ones. And yeah. there's, I was like, I wonder what she looked like when she came home. I checked it and she you got into that brownie box. Do you know, remember that? Nope. Yeah. Oh, you have cameras inside your house. Wait, I have to show you guys something. You, I want. That's dangerous. Well, we have it only like when we're home. You can turn it off. But do you? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Like, You're a, such a nosy Nelly. Why a, do you have to look what I'm doing? There's in a the switch because we have it so it's like facing out, but also inside, like the nest thing. And so, we, yeah. Because sometimes we have people come in and out when we're not there. Yeah. And so, like, you just got to be able to. The, okay, I 
I have a camera outside of my, like my, a doorbell cam. Yep. Like a ring or whatever. Or what's it called? Um, Vivint. Vivint. Okay. Yeah. And so I watched it. I went to a pink concert the other night and had a few glasses of wine and then went honky tonking. And it was so funny because. Chloe... What's honky tonking? What? What is that? Oh, it's like um, on Broadway in Nashville when you, there's like all these honky tonk bars where it's like live country music and parties and. We gotta get to Nashville. Oh, yeah, you go. have to. We've never been. You have to. It's. It's the best. And now it's known for two, I'm sure, um, the Kristen Cavallari show, too. I'm sure yes. so many people want to travel there now that that shows out. Yeah. And it's it's all bachelorette parties there. So it's like a little bit dangerous to go out because it's all girls who watch The Bachelor. And I feel like they're like on bachelorette parties looking for like anyone from TV or music stars or reality stars. And so I feel like I was just... I mean, I was partying with so many girls who I didn't know, like taking selfies. I was just on fire. But my girlfriend and manager, Cleo, as you know, she she I found out she goes into my social media and deletes drunk Instagram stories that I put out. Cleo, are you that do you want to come work for me? Isn't that great? That's amazing. I know. There's nothing worse than waking up Look the next me. morning and posting an Instagram story. That oh, I is this before. a video of you coming home drunk? Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's like me last night. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like... <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't even go inside my house. I just stop and get on my phone. Like, See, Michael, every girl does that. Yeah. So you're going to have to date Taylor if you don't want that to happen. <laughs> oh, man. He did, but he, then you'll have to deal with a lot of He doesn't even things. make it back to the house. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Taylor doesn't make it back to the house. Can you talk to us about your experience of becoming the Bachelorette? Like, I like and actually, like, really t- walk us through what you were feeling when you were told you were going to be the Bachelorette. Because that's well, major. I wasn't told I was going to be the Bachelorette. I was told... You could be the bachelorette, but there's another girl that's going to compete with you and the guys have to choose who's the bachelorette because there's two girls on my two bachelorettes on my season. But you had like your personality is so amazing. You well, had to be like you you would literally had no clue that it was going to be you. No, because I didn't know who the I think that it depends on who the guys coming in were. If they want a girl like Brit, then I, it wouldn't have been me. But it, if they wanted to, you know, like it just depended on what kind of guys they brought into the show and I tried to get it in my contract because all the producers were like it's gonna be you and I was like yeah but you're saying that to Brit too and they're like yeah we are (laughs) and so I tried to get it in my contract like no Caitlin will be the bachelorette and they're like yeah but what if you like get so drunk and throw up everywhere and the guys are like disgusted with you and you like are Taylor Oh. oh, I was like, Taylor who? Oh. Oh. Hey, I'm so much fun that they would be like, hey, get this guy on right now. Sign him a contract. If you I'm were be the, the bachelor, bachelor, it would be quagmire. Like, I don't even... <laughs> quagmire? I, uh, That's don't, funny. I don't know if you'd receive a rose, Taylor. Scotty well. Tuna came on the show, and Taylor was bragging about how people tell him he looks like Jude Law for, like, three hours. He's bragging about this. Yeah. And Scotty turned around and said, Taylor... You look like Quagmire. Oh, no. (laughs) But I do love Quagmire, but... He's lovable. He's he's like a lovable douche. Not that you are, Taylor, (gasps) but... I'm not saying Taylor is. I'm saying Quagmire is. Quagmire. But but go back to The Bachelorette. How you're you're feeling. I I want to know, like, when you actually find out. Okay, so uh, I cried for about a week when they told me I was going to have to compete against another woman because I just thought that was so wrong. And I was, like, going back and forth on if I wanted to do that or not because I just... I, I couldn't imagine putting like pitting two women together for the men to decide. And Chris Harrison said, who will make a better wife? And I'm like, whoa, 
<laughs> take a knee. You could have pulled it, a Chris hair. Uh, what is it? Striptease and push her down the stairs. Oh, remember? Have you seen what? that movie Striptease? <laughs> no, where she's not. competing against Missed this person <laughs> and she oh. pushes her down the stairs. Oh, yeah. See, that probably wouldn't have got me the role. Of course, you love the movie Striptease. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm going to go watch it. But zero now, Taylor. <laughs> zero. You're down to zero. You're you're, done. T- you're cut off. Uh, but yeah, so I was I finally was like, okay, if if it does work out for me. I'll be glad I did it. And so when they said, okay, you're going to be against Brit, we went into it and I liked Brit and we got along. And so that helped because it would have been really bad if they pitted two women against each other that didn't like each other. But we, we got along. We're just two very different people. If there, if she was another Caitlin, I'd be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, but she's, she's quiet and she's more reserved and she, you know, I, so I was like, okay, if the guys are here, for me, then I'll be the bachelorette. If they're there for her, it wasn't meant to be anyways, because they aren't my guys. So we both had to like, you know, get hair and makeup in different rooms. And it was all dramatic. Like we had to see each other for the first time when we come out of the limo and stand at the end of that driveway. And I feel like that's supposed to be like your moment as the bachelorette, you know, like you stand on the end of that driveway and all these limos pull up for you. But limos are pulling up and I'm like, well, are they for me? Are they for her? And it was uncomfortable because some guys would get out and go straight to her. And some guys would come to me and we're just like standing there like, eh, like, oh, it's so awkward. So it sounds I really awkward. Yeah. So I've never done that before. Right. They did it with bachelors, like, but like season two, like, I okay. don't even know who those people were. No, no, no offense to them. I just, how many watch. seasons has there been now? Do we know? There's been, this will be the 15th bachelorette. Wow. And I think there's been 23 bachelors or 24 bachelors oh, now. Shit. Yeah. What so is it like, like being in that experience and having to have all this, cl- these clothes? I mean, I can only imagine someone telling you pack your bags, like what, like the whole process. Well, th- as a contestant, you have to pack all your bags, but as the bachelorette, they dress you for everything. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just brought like comfy clothes and like what I wanted to sleep in. Otherwise they dress you for everything, which helped me. Cause I had, I, I don't feel like I had any style. Like I was like, somebody help me. You, when I look back, I guess if anybody looked back on four years ago from their experience, they'd be like, what was I wearing? But I mean, I look back and I'm like, what was I wearing? I thought, I mean, I thought you looked so cute. Isn't well, that weird when you. you look back and you look at what you wear and you think at the, like at the time, like this is the coolest oh. shit ever. And it, every time you, I do that too, you look back and like, what the hell is I wearing? I thought I like when shit. I met you and you were 12 and you were wearing that striped shirt. Remember I mean, that striped shirt? No, but 12 is, I mean, what are you going back that far? <laughs> You're like, were you even dressing yourself yeah, at 12? I don't, think, I don't think I even bought my own clothes back then. <laughs> remember so Taylor funny. had a rat tail? Yeah. Oh no! Do you actually remember that? I do, um, but yeah, it's Taylor weird. Taylor needs a podcast because you you think at the time you're like, man, this is cool, and then you look back yeah. and you're like, oh, that was me. Even even looking back to the Bachelorette when when I was getting dressed, like I thought I had the cutest outfits, and it probably it probably was cute at the time. But looking back, yeah, no, even the dress I picked out for night one. But I'll never forget when Chris Harrison said like he sat me down, and I thought he was going to be like Brits the Bachelorette because he had this. You can't read Chris Harrison. Like he's he's so good, and he sat me down and gave me the look like Caitlin. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. He's like, you're you're our bachelorette. And I remember just thinking, is Brit okay? Like I felt terrible. That in the is mo- the most dramatic season yet. It, yeah. Well, Colton's was pretty dramatic. I but, didn't watch Colton's. Oh. Is it good? Do I need to watch? Mm, it was good at the end. Like at the beginning, you're kind of like, what's going on? Like it was all the girls were like 22, 23, and it just was kind of like a shit show. But by the end, it was really good. Okay, maybe I need to watch. Yeah, I won't tell you what happened then, but 
I, I kind of have seen in my secret Facebook group yeah. kind of what like who he chose, but yeah. I didn't actually watch the whole process. I feel like I need to. Yeah. What was the most interesting person? Um, what, what did the most interesting person say when they got out of the limo? Like, is there anything that they said that was like, whoa. This episode's getting pretty spicy. Let's take a quick break to talk about the ultimate dress pants. So I've talked about this before, and this is something that I've tried out for the last couple months, and I can fully recommend it just because I feel like everyone who works and hustles needs like a good, comfortable pant. There's nothing worse than when you get in the car and you're just at a stoplight and you have to unbutton like your tight trousers. You know what I mean, Taylor? Does that ever happen to you? you got to try these ultimate dress pants. They're by Beta Brand. So they're black. Well, there's other colors, but I like black. They're super flattering and they hold you in. The ones that you want to check out, though, are their dress pant yoga pant. So this has this really comfy style that's designed to impress. So you're going to look good. You're going to feel good. You're going to be comfortable. And you're also not going to have to worry about, you know holding everything in. There's nothing worse when I feel like I'm Kate Winslet from Titanic in a corset. Remember that scene? Anyway, so this is like a yoga pant, but it's for work. What's fun is that their pants are also wrinkle resistant. So um, I wrinkle stuff very, very easily. Like I actually bought one of those like handheld steamers because I'm constantly wrinkling things. So this is important. They have options for all shapes and sizes. They even have options for all different tastes. So they have like a boot cut, a straight leg, a skinny, a cropped. I personally like a skinny. I like to wear it with like a white shoe. These pants are fab if you want to go from work to happy hour and you just want to stay comfortable. You don't want to be so tight pulled in. No one wants to be uncomfortable. Visit betabrand.com slash skinny to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. I mean, can I get an amen guys? That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash skinny, all lowercase to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Enjoy. You don't even have to be like Kate Winslet. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of anyone that really, like, I remember this one guy, was a hockey guy and he came out and said he wanted to like puck me and gave me a puck. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I like a good pun. Because <laughs> when I came out of the limo in Chris Soul season, he was a farmer and I told him he could plow the fuck out of my field. And <laughs> I didn't think they were going to air it. I was like, I'll drop like I'll drop an F-bomb. They're not going to air that. And I'm like, I want this guy to know my sense of humor before I walk into that house. And if he's like, yikes, or if he's like, yeah, that girl can hang. So yeah, that I mean, so I appreciated a good puck joke. Did you like Chris right away? Yeah, I thought he was so hot. I like got out of the limo and I feel like you see somebody on TV and you're like, yeah, okay. And then you see them in a lot of times. Well, it goes either way. You're either like, whoa, they're way better looking in person. And that's how I felt about him. I got out of the limo. I was like, oh, damn. He's like tall and like thick. And I, I used to love a good farmer. Like I grew up in a very small town in Alberta, Canada. And that was like like a thing, like checklist, like farmer. <laughs> hot farmer I yeah. like that what yeah. about Sean did you know immediately yeah it was pretty immediate you knew yeah. right away well I hoped you know because I don't you don't know like I the whole time I'm like this guy could have a girlfriend at home I don't know you know you just you don't know somebody's life you just go off what they're telling you and there's always somebody at home who has a girlfriend or somebody you know they're they can put on an act of who they want to be for you and so the whole time I'm like I hope it's him but I don't want to tell myself it is it it is it is because what if he ends up hurting me in the end? So it was hope. What about when you're done filming the show and you guys have to go back to real life? What is that like? Yeah, that was weird because you, 
you have cameras around you for you cannot hang out with that person off camera on during filming. So like you never have the opportunity unless it's it the fantasy just, suite. They just don't let you. They just don't let you. They they don't want to miss anything, I guess, because you can't move further ahead with somebody and then go on camera and it like, wouldn't make sense to the viewers, I guess. So when we finished and he proposed to me and we got in the limo and all of a sudden there's no cameras, we're like, oh, wait, who are you? Like, it was weird. And we spent three days together just like trying to get to know each other in three days. And then I had to leave to go to um, like a the People magazine shoot where it's like, I'm happy. And... um. <laughs> I was leaving and he goes, wait, what's your phone number? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm engaged to a guy who doesn't know my phone number. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, what's your middle name? Like, what, what's happening? And it's really bizarre because you really don't get to know somebody. That is weird. Do you, do you lose some of the spark when like all of the cameras and the settings and like all these romantic scenes are on? Or is it like... I actually think it's the opposite. opposite. Okay. Yeah. Because people were like, well, what are you going to do when the cameras are gone and there's no like extravagant dates? And I'm like, that's what I look forward to. Like, that's when the real magic happens, in my opinion. And which... tell Michael, because I don't know if he knows this, how like something happened on Snapchat where you... Oh, that was bad. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't get like, I feel like I would do the same because there was a, I had a contract and the contract is if you break it, it's $5 million and Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's just a few, few bucks. So, uh, and you're, I mean, you just sign your life away on this like 38 page contract. And so during the middle of the season, the reality, Steve always spoils, um, the bachelor, the bachelorette, if you want to go on his site and see, and he always knows somehow. And so he was wrong with my season and they loved that because it was like the first time in so many seasons where he didn't know the ending and he was like, she picks nobody. And I was like, holy shit, he thinks I picked nobody. And so I'm laying in bed with Sean and we're sending a Snapchat to one of the producers because there's only a handful of people that know we're together and we're in one of our like little secret hideaway houses and... I was really new to Snapchat at the time. So I hit the button at the bottom, which I thought saved the video because I just want to like save it for the memories, but it went to my story. And within like two minutes, there was like over 5,000 screenshots. And then it was started going around media outlets. Like Caitlin's in bed with Sean. She obviously picked Sean. And so the producers were, they were filming um, Bachelor in Paradise at the time. And they had to have like overnight meetings, like through the middle of the night to try and come up with a way to, save the season and so every interview I did people were like so you picked Sean and I'm like did I they're like well we saw the snapchat and I mean I still think ABC's mad at me I still think they hate me for that reason because I think they think I did it on purpose which I did not what was your reaction when you did that yeah I like what did your stomach drop out of your ass yeah it really did like I we just went on like, you know, then we we're like chatting and then Sean went to go on Twitter and he's scrolling and he was like, oh my God, <laughs> he's like seeing our faces and it was like not a cute screenshot. And we, he was like, I did something really bad and he thought he did it. And so I was like, oh my gosh, what did you do? And he's like, I think I somehow sent the the same Snapchat out and I don't know what, why he thought it was him. And I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, how could you do that? And then he saw it was my Snapchat. And he goes, it was you. And I go to my Snapchat and I look and it was, this was all was in like, like no a blame few minutes. Here. Yeah, yeah. He was like, mm -mm -mm. <laughs> and so I look and I was like, oh my gosh, I delete it. And within five minutes, I've got a producer calling me and I'm like bawling my eyes out thinking I'm going to throw up. I'm like, my life is over. I'm going to get sued $5 million. Like, what do we do? So we're trying to come up with all these ideas. I We called Ben, who was 
um, third place on my season, and then he went to be the bachelor. The bachelor, uh, we called him. We we're gonna fly him to our secret house, and I was gonna get in bed with him too, and like send out another accidental snapchat that's kind of smart yeah we were thinking of everything but we decided to just play it like oh well, did you see the snapchat like then they thought it was like some sort of publicity like you know they they thought it's probably good for the show what a weird it ended up being good for the show what a weird life you live now that i'm like because listen i I'm, I'm not necessarily maybe like a viewer yeah i've seen the show but yeah, i'm not tuning in every week yeah. um but I'm like you peripheral. I, no, no. If, she, if, 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 like, if it's, it's like, on, if it's know, on, I'll watch it for sure. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I just dies. I don't watch a lot of TV in general. But yeah. if it's on, of course I watch yeah. it. But I was just thinking, like, wow, what a strange life you like. Did you ever think about like? Do you ever think about that and be like, this is really weird? <laughs> Sometimes my brain can't like access those feelings. Like I can't yeah. put myself. It, I, I just. It's like I get anxiety if I really go back and think about everything that's happened in my life and like that time. It's kind of like I blacked out during all of that too. Like I think back onto my season and I'm like, I don't really remember stuff. And I don't know if that's like, cause it was traumatic for me or think so of stressful. Think story you're going to tell your kids though. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a lot more romantic if it was kids with Sean, but. <laughs> or, I mean, I like a plot twist. Let me ask yeah, you this. Like how, would be yeah. how many, how many of these relationships are, cause there's been so many seasons, maybe mm-hmm. you know this or don't like how many of these relationships actually go on to that like fairy tale ending? Well, it's, you know, it's, Kind of the same if you took 10 couples off the street Mm -hmm. and how many would be successful. It's kind of the same thing as that because I think there's out of, I mean, I'm not great at math, but like how many seasons? Like Maybe 23, maybe 38. Yeah. If you add them all. If you add them all. And there's, I think eight successful couples like, and they're like got kids and a family. And I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's a little less. That's about 20%, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's terrible for a reality show like that. No. Do they have to propose? Like, does the man have to propose at the end or is it no. not required? You could just be in a relationship. They highly encourage it. Like, that's supposed to be the format of the show. That's... Do they give this guy a ring or does yeah. he have to go get the ring? No. Um, Neil Lane comes with oh, a they, box they and they get to pick See, that's, that's kind of nice. Did you get to pick the ring that you wanted? Well, okay. Here's the other funny thing. Yes, but I didn't know what I wanted. Like, yeah, it's like what four weeks or, or like how long? How long is the actual filming? Like start? nine weeks. Okay, nine weeks. So it's two and a half months. Yeah, I used to go two months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's which is a long time, but I have never in my life been the girl to think about like, oh, I want this diamond ring and I want this cut and I need this clarity. Like, I don't know anything about that. I still don't. And so when they asked me, they're like, okay, so what what ring do you want um, him to pick out for you? And I was like. I don't know, a, a nice one, <laughs> like a big one. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know any of this stuff. And so they're like, you're the first bachelorette we've ever had that doesn't know exactly what she wants. I'm exactly with you. I've never like looked at my wedding dress. Or, no, like, never. You know what I said? I said, I don't care what ring you get me. Just make sure it flatters my finger because everyone's yeah. finger is different. You, yeah. I don't think you oh, can I pick a ugly ring little boy it, hands. It needs to flatter yeah. the finger. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. This probably I shouldn't about anything else. Yeah. This is probably why you won, because you're cool. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, thank you. Yeah. The, well, what, did I win? Well, I don't know if you won. Well, get the I ba- think you won. Yeah. yeah. I know you have someone that you're absolutely, I don't, I don't want to say in love, but yeah. I don't know. If We're really, very happy. Okay. You have someone you're very happy with. Yeah. You, I think you won, and your podcast is fucking killing it. Yeah. So. yeah that's, no, I feel like I'm very grateful and happy with where I'm at in life, and I do feel like, I mean, if you want to say win, yeah, I, I definitely won. You won. Yeah, I won. Let's end this with your favorite book podcast resource for our audience. Favorite book. Anything. anything, A resource. Just something you're into right now. I just read 
this book called Then She Was Gone. Have you heard of it? Is that by Wally Lamb? No. Okay. I can't remember the author right now. It, I could not put it down. I've never finished a book in a day, and I did. Like, I couldn't put it down. It, I was sad when it was over because it was such a good read. And then she was gone. Yeah. What's kind of the theme? Um, it's about a girl, this mom, and she has three kids, and one of her, like, d- her youngest daughter goes missing, and it's about, like, over 10 years what happened, and her f- trying to figure it out and then she does that sounds really good I think yeah that. it's it's a Michael really good book do you really yeah okay then give me a book recommendation because now i'm like i'm give me your the best book you've ever read Whew, that's a, that's have like... you ever have you ever read you'll never make love in this town again um nope. who's that by i don't know i never know the others you'll <laughs> but it's never about make love in this town again no it's I, about hollywood and i'm like... reading you'll never eat lunch in this town again which is what? so random maybe it's the same author i don't know i think it depends like what type of books you're into I'm really into everything. Read Janice Dickinson's autobiography, No Lifeguard on Duty, and message me about it. You will not be able to put that down. That is about club, uh, not club, Studio 54, Mick Jagger, um, you know, Warren Beatty. It's She Gives the Deets. Okay. Like if she had a podcast, she needs to. What about Jerry Weintraub's book? Jerry Weintraub's book is you know Jerry so Weintraub good. no he wrote a book called you'll know I'm dead when I stop talking that's I think book. that's called but okay. he used to be like Elvis's manager no ma- manager agent Frank Sinatra's John Denver's okay. and like he was like oh, wow. responsible he's, for a lot of things yeah. here um, he's seen some shit he's seen some shit and he's yeah. cool he's yeah. just like a, like a hard dude you liked Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography as well well, Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography is one of the best autobiographies really? of all time. Well, because you, if you think about that guy's life, I mean, you actually like ate like immigrant, a time bodybuilding champion, a yeah. list actor that like yeah. kind of changed the way. Like before, it was a bunch of skinny, like good looking dudes, yeah. and he like created the action star, and then yeah. becomes the governor, marries yeah. a Kennedy, like right. And he's just a really smart businessman, a good okay. writer. But it's just there's a lot in that book. That's so interesting. Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. Oh, okay. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, well, okay. I will say that I want to pimp out my scrunchie line because uh, so the Instagram account is at do edit D E W E D I T. And I'm just like, I can't believe the power of a scrunchie. Like the, like I call it the scrunchie gang. People, the nineties are back and, and it's T- like, tell us like a little bit like, uh, we need to talk about that before you leave. Tell I've, us all I've about the always scrunchie. rocked a scrunchie since I was like, Two to now, I always rock scrunchies and people used to make fun of me. They'd be like, are you really wearing a scrunchie? And now I I was like, I want to start like a scrunchie line because I felt like it really saved my hair. I went through a lot of stress on the show and I had bald spots and I lost a lot of hair from stress. And I the my hairstylist looked and he said, you have alopecia. Like it was, I lost so much hair from stress and I was clipping in extensions every day and I was, you know, doing all this crap to my hair to be on TV every day. And, and who do you relate to? Like, you can't go call someone and no. like bitch about it. No one has this unique, interesting experience. Yeah, no. There's no manual for it. Uh-uh. And so I always found that scrunchies were the best thing for my hair because it didn't rip like an elastic and it just kind of like kept my hair healthy and I... I just swore by them. And so then I started seeing like Haley Baldwin was like rocking one. And I'm like, I got to start a scrunchie line. Like these things are coming back. And so I did. And now I feel like it's not even about like selling a product. Like the women are like coming together on my Instagram page. And like, it's like a community of the scrunchie gang. And it's just, it's, it's just so interesting to see how that can like social media can be 
such a blessing in that way where it's like all these women who are just like, yeah, I like scrunchies. We're in a gang. And now they're all just like supportive of one another and the scrunchie. And like, they're, like if they see another girl with a scrunchie on her wrist, we call it um, bad bitch energy if you have a scrunchie on your wrist. And they'll like look at each other and be like, do? Like, is that a do? And they're like, yeah. And then they have this like little sign that they do. That is so cool. Yeah. Everyone in the TSC community needs to get a hot pink one. Yeah. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've got so many different options, but they sell out so quickly. Like, I can't believe how many people love these scrunchies. Do you know what's funny? This is a good time for scrunchies because if I know about it, yeah. Because like I was reading this article and that guy, Jason Momoa, the Aquaman, yes. he had a scrunchie on I his wrist believe it. during like the event. And I saw it and I was like, scrunchie. And they said it. And I was like, this is, like, <laughs> you, you, you got in at a good yeah. time because if guys like me know about it, that means yeah. it's a. Why don't you wear a scrunchie? Well, I don't have long hair anymore. No, so. you, you wear it on your wrist hold on what's your instagram handle so he can go get a scrunchie at do edit but Spell i will out just so everyone knows d-e-w-e-d-i-t but i'll send you one. okay you tell you tell me which color you think he I'll, will I'll, wear I'll it all the time yeah okay, what's the great. color that jason was wearing okay, i think he had a it pink like a velvet pink. light pink yeah, yeah. see i knew about it. I knew, i'm plugged in lauren i'm it, plugged in you are plugged in yeah. i was so excited when when i saw him wearing a scrunchie on his wrist i was like no way like this is my time for the scrunchie. It you is. You need to post that on your. Instagram. It makes sense yeah. though because he. I did. He's got oh, long hair. Okay. I don't have long hair You're enough. So. The, well, on the do um, page, I did. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's we major. Were all about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, podcast. Where can everyone find you? Um, at Off the Vine Podcast, and it's um, with Podcast One on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And now I just started a, a third podcast called Drunk Dialing on Fridays, where I'll like drink and call people, and they can call in and just talk about crazy stuff. Wait, a, like a separate podcast? Or so, just a th- yeah, because I do off the vine, then I have grape therapy, and now I have drunk dialing. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I need it on that. Yeah, oh. you can. You, you know so, what? I need to be in double old fashioned. Taylor account. would be really good. I'm gonna bring you in as a guest, and we're gonna drunk dial people. He is really good. Yeah, I'm Honestly. really excited for this. Taylor, don't get too excited. <laughs> we know too what late. happens when you get too excited. I want a scrunchie <laughs> also because I have long hair. I want oh. a scrunchie. I have long hair. Okay. Oh, I'll send Taylor. You to can't everybody. be poaching our guests every time someone says we're gonna send you something. Taylor goes, "I'd like one." Get in, get in which, on it. Which, which, we were talking to a skin expert. I can't remember which, no, one, which we, one. they we like, had a sex toy expert. Oh, the sex no. toy expert. With yeah, every single sex toy, lightsabers, like what, dildos, vibrators, and Taylor goes, "Can I have some?" Oh. <laughs> Hey, who doesn't like free stuff? And it was the facialist, too. Remember, she's saying, oh, you should come by the hotel and I'll give you guys facials. I told you zero, dude. I told you zero. (laughs) You're out. (laughs) You're the producer. Are you going to edit yourself out of this? No, No. he loves you. Yeah, right. Those are the only parts he doesn't (laughs) edit. I'm like, hey, listen, man, I need you to edit this, edit this, edit this. And he just, you know, he'll never edit himself. That's hilarious. Thank you so much for coming on. We're going on your podcast right now. So be sure to listen to that. Now I just want to, like, repeat everything we just talked about on mine because it was so good. Oh, oh, let's do it. Okay. Well, we don't even need to record. We'll just use your. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for coming on. I hope you all enjoyed that hungover conversation with Caitlin. Make sure you check out our episode on her podcast. And of course, if you want to win a Skinny Confidential glittery pink pop socket, tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram and someone from the team will drop into your DMs and send a bunch of you pop sockets. They're so cute. I have one on my phone right now. And they look so cute in the mirror. And like when you do the Kira Kira app on them, it's so fun. Also, of course, as always, make sure you've rated and subscribed and reviewed the show on iTunes. Takes five seconds. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. We've got some fun guests coming up, like lots of fun guests, ones I'm very, very excited for. So stay tuned.
This episode was brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is your one-stop shop for high-end, high-quality, and highly discounted groceries, supplements, beauty products, household supplies. Thrive Market guarantees its customers 25 to 50% below retail on all items because it cuts out the middleman. Go to thrivemarket.com skinny for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Again, that's thrivemarket.com skinny for 25% off your first order and free shipping. When you do that, you'll also be taking the Lauren's page so you see everything she just talked about. 